The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. As we continue this meditation session, I'd like to offer a little bit of guided meditation, guided instruction. And to begin by mentioning that one of the words that the Buddha used for talk about breathing also means reassurance. And we have the expression in English to breathe easily breathe with ease, sometimes means that we feel at ease or safe or reassured about something. Now I can breathe easily. So this connection between being reassured or, or feeling safe, feeling at ease, is very closely connected to our breathing. So as you're sitting here now, notice how you're breathing. Good. Pay attention to your breathing and without any judgment or any idea it should be any different, what does it feel like for you to be breathing right now? Would you characterize your breathing as being easeful, at ease? Or is your breathing not so much at ease? And as you experience your breathing, where are the locations in your body where you feel the sensations of breathing easily? Or the sensa sensations in your body where it feels like it's not so easy, not so at ease to breathe? No need to be any different, no need to judge it. It's an exercise in just observing how it is for you. Where in your body does it feel like the breathing is easeful and where is it not so easeful?
And if there are some places where breathing doesn't feel easeful, stay with it, stay with that place, but let the rhythm of breathing, the rhythm of breathing in and breathing out, kind of like be a massage for that part of your body, some place in your chest or your belly or anywhere where the breathing doesn't feel comfortable, easeful. Be relaxed about it, but just breathe with it. Let the rhythm of breathing kind of massage it back and forth. And then as you exhale, in a very gentle, simple way, as you exhale, let your body relax. Especially letting there be a relaxation or softness. And that's those parts of your body that are activated or move as you breathe.
And as you continue sitting here, to, con- <clears throat> to continue to be aware in a very simple, non-judgmental way of the ways in which your breathing is easeful and the ways it's not. And just breathe with that. Be with it. Simply allowing it to be as it is. Your job is just get to know it better. See it again and again.
So again, uh, good morning and welcome to our Dharma practice day. For those of you who uh, are new today, uh, these Dharma practice days are variable how they are conducted. Uh, sometimes we do more meditation, sometimes we do a little more discussion as part of it, a combination of both. Um, and um, they're also part of a year-long series. It happens to be that today is the last uh, part, last day of the series. And um, I think it'll stand alone by itself well enough for those of you who are new. And this year the series is on mindfulness of breathing. Uh, the Buddha gave uh, very particular instructions uh, for one way to practice with breathing that involves 16 steps um, and uh, breathing, staying with the in-breaths in and out-breaths. And then while we're kind of staying connected to breathing, having 16, 16 other kind of things we're kind of doing on the side or peripherally or supporting that. And, um, and it's a path from being a beginner meditator all the way to full liberation. And uh, it's a beautiful uh, set of instructions. So we've been following this through the year and today a little bit review and uh, some more discussion about breathing. And um, I think this afternoon I'll talk a little bit more specifically about <clears throat> the last steps of, uh, the last four steps of uh, the 16 because they're specifically having to do with the final kind of movement into liberation and to kind of understand better how this works and, and, uh, and how this works with breathing, I think would be helpful. Um, Buddhist practitioners have been meditating with their breathing for about 2,500 years. It's, uh, it's possible it's the most common meditation practice in Buddhism and uh, people have found a lot of benefit from it. Uh, there are some people for whom breathing is not their uh, primary meditation practice, and it's fine for it not to be. But it's a wonderful thing to learn and get connected to, and brings a tremendous amount of benefits to a person's life to do it. The, um, so that's, what, that's been kind of the theme for this year. And so um, because of that theme, mindfulness of breathing, we've been doing more meditation as part of these Dharma practice days than we do in previous years when we do a little bit more um, looking at some of the values and some of the other practices of Buddhism that lend himself to more uh, conversation in terms of uh, little exercises to explore uh, your relationship to these ideas and how they live in your life. And because one of the functions of these Dharma practice days is to help support, create more community, to get to know each other more and to practice in community with people uh, it's a very important part of, of Buddhist practice, is to practice in community, to develop community, have a sense of community, and be mirrored in the community. And, um, and so this is one of the places at IMC where some of that can happen, very specifically around practice. And some of these conversations that happen between people here in small groups or in dyads, some people find it's the only place in their lives where they can really have a uh, directed or pointed or focused com conversation about something that's very, very important to them in their practice. Um, and um, they, find it, they find it very valuable and supportive. So we'll do some of that, but some meditation, some discussion as we go through the day. Um, there'll be um, uh, the schedule of the day. We'll, 
we'll kind of make it up as we go along, but it'll be periods in here of 45 minutes to an hour probably, and then short breaks of maybe 15, 20 minutes to do some walking meditation, have some tea, and take care of things as you need. And then at uh, somewhere around noon, 12, 15, uh, we'll stop for lunch for an hour. And that's a time when um, uh, you can talk and sit together and share your lunch together as if you'd like. So and there's uh, bathrooms in the back there. There's a hot water heater on the counter. You can have tea if you'd like. And also if uh, you'd like to um, put your lunch in the refrigerator, there's one in the kitchen in the back of the building. And the final logistic thing that I think I'll say is that, um, are, you, are you the manager today also? Anne, Anne's the manager. The, okay, so Anne and Bill are the managers, Anne in the morning and Bill in the afternoon. So if you have any questions about being here or check in with someone, you can check in with Anne this morning. Yeah, you need to use that. Yeah, so I'll say it. So, so uh, if you, um, it's very important that we, uh, the, the paper towels we use that in the bathrooms and the kitchen to wipe ourselves dry, that um, those paper towels um, should not go into the recycling. They only should go in the compost. So, uh, and then one more thing about, sp if you parked in one of the, parking lots of the businesses around here, the dentist across the street here or the dentist right next to us, uh, please move it uh, as soon as we break here because you'll be, um, your car will be towed. And that's uh, is a different practice than you came here to do. <laughs> and, um, okay. So, um, I'd like to repeat what I said earlier in the meditation that one of the words that the Buddha used for, uh, the ancient word that the Buddha, in the Buddhist language, for breathing is the word uh, asada. And um, asada is also used to mean reassurance. Uh, and, um, and in English, we have this idea of breathing easily uh, when you're reassured, when everything's okay and you can finally can relax. You have this, you know, now I can breathe easily. And so this wonderful connection with breathing, reassurance, breathing easily, I think is very important to kind of uh, keep in mind because the breathing is a barometer, a wonderful barometer of what's going on in your mental state and going on inside of you emotionally. And your breathing is constantly shifting and changing. The pattern of breathing, the speed of breathing, um, uh, the, uh, the, what parts of the body are held and tight as you breathe, what are loose as you breathe are constantly shifting and changing uh, based on what's going on, how you're feeling, if you're scared, if you're angry, if you're excited, um, if you're uh, confused or if you're sad. All these things affect your breathing. And so to uh, start becoming more uh, really aware of all the changes in your breathing and the relationship with your breathing and what goes on in your mind allows the breathing to be a window to understand yourself. And you might understand yourself already uh, but the advantage of the breathing is that there's a reciprocal relationship between breathing and your inner mental state. And, um, and if uh, it's kind of like the breathing, the rhythm of breathing is a massage. And it kind of begins to lubricate or open up or massage the inner life. There's a very strong tendency for us to get locked in 
in a certain mood, certain attitudes, certain ideas, certain uh, desires, and it kind of like we get stuck a little bit. And it can be stuck for a long time. And, um, but there's something about the rhythm of breathing that if you can have your mind tuning into the rhythm of breathing rather than tuning into the hardness of some idea that you're focused on, some feeling you're focused on, it helps to relax those uh, feelings or those attitudes or that fixity of the mind, the way we're locked in. And so, um, and it's very common for people, like you know, therapists and people to recommend to clients if they're having a panic attack, breathe deeply. And something about breathing that can change and settle and ground a person. So, um, to, and some people give too much attention, too much focus on how they're feeling. Too much focus on what they're thinking and what they believe and what they want and what's not happening. Some of that's appropriate, but to give too much and not be aware of your body, not be aware of your breathing, uh, is a recipe for getting locked in, getting stuck in certain ways. And so to come back to your breathing a lot and feel your breathing and feel how your mental state has affected your breathing, but to keep breathing and notice where it's held, notice where it's not comfortable, and keep breathing tends to loosen. Breathing tends to open up and relax. And as the breathing opens up and gets more easeful, it's reassuring for the rest of you. And the rest of you can then begin to relax. And some of the ways we get locked in begin to soften and and relax and, and things can start flowing again. The breathing is a tremendous tool, tremendous aid for living a wise life and an easeful life. 